0: THE END to another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham,
1: and I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham,
0: and we're coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today's topic is Twister.
1: Yeah, 1996's Twister from Yandelbont screenplay by Michael Crichton, co-written by Michael Crichton, anyway.
0: If you've never watched Twister, you might think this is not a monster movie, but it's like a monster because the tornadoes go like... Yeah, this
1: is an episode that I've wanted to do since we started the show. It's in fact one of the first ones that I knew one day we would move up to. But of course, I felt like we should probably do a whole bunch of actual monster movies before we started doing things that weren't traditional monster movies. It seemed kind of weird to to change the format up super early on. But now that we've done 50, now that we've got 50 episodes under our belt, and we already did the burbs, that opened up a whole new world of monster-type movies that we could do. So we might start mixing in more of these kind of offbeat movies.
0: Yeah, because Twister is kind of like a monster movie, because the Twister's... Um, go like rawr.
1: Yeah, they growl. They're like very animalistic growls. Uh, I couldn't had, figure out what it was. I didn't listen to the commentary.
0: Like a, they probably had like a tiger that they were like holding in a cage. And like <laughs> make it roar.
1: You think Jan Bant just walked in and like started punching a tiger in the butt, <laughs> make it growl?
0: <laughs> if that happened, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, like I think we shone. would not have Jan Debant
1: around anymore. Although, oh, wait, wasn't Jan de Bont, I think Jan de Bont worked on a movie called Roar, where people were actually attacked by lions? And I think he may have been attacked by one of the lions himself during this Whoa. production.
0: cool.
1: Well, no, not cool. Like, no, pe- real people were really attacked. Not like in the movie, but like real people making the movie were really attacked by the lions.
0: What?! So they actually made lions chase people?
1: It wasn't even that. It was just that the production was so crazy and they had so many lions that the lions, I mean, they're not like house cats. They attack people. You know, they're wild animals. So anyway, we're getting off topic. Yes, probably Yon debant punched a tiger in the butt (laughs) to make it roar and got that noise for the tornadoes. (laughs) We'll we'll go with that. That's the cadaver cast yeah. uh filmmaking canon.
0: If you ever find out that, just tell us.
1: <laughs> yeah, if that's the truth. If you learn that Jan DeBont punched a tiger in the <laughs> butt to <laughs> to get the sound, then definitely let us know.
0: Yeah. But if it's something different, just still let us know.
1: Yeah, let us know. Uh I was gonna listen to the commentary, but we didn't really have time. We gotta go to a dinner party here in a little yep. bit. So uh, we didn't have time to find out anymore. And I Googled it, but all I found was it was animal growls. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out later.
0: Um. So, I think it was a tiger?
1: Yeah, or something. Yeah, It sounded like a wildcat of some kind. Maybe yeah. even like a bear. But, I mean, they could modulate it. It doesn't matter. The point is, it's a growl. A growling tornado. And it's really presented all the tornadoes in the movie. And we counted eight. But... All the tornadoes in the movie are really presented like monsters in a monster movie. Yeah. Especially the opening, where the family is going down into the storm cellar. And, like, it's outside and it's trying to get in. The tornado is trying to, like, open the door. And the dad's trying to hold the door shut. And then suddenly it rips the door open and pulls the dad away. That's monster movie stuff.
0: Yeah, and they're hurrying out. And the dog Toby, I think that's what they said, was still out there and... One of, um, Joe, the main one of the storm chasers.
1: Yeah, Joe, who as an adult is played by Helen Hunt in the movie. Yeah, she was the kid in that scene. Yes, that's a, that that cold open is when Joe is a kid and it gives us the reason that she becomes a storm chaser, because she saw her dad sucked away by a tornado. Yeah. It really does set up the tornadoes as monsters, but... Okay, so here's the thing, Alistair, right? Not only does this movie present the tornadoes as monsters unto themselves and our protagonists, the storm chasers, they are out to stop the tornadoes as somebody in a monster movie might try to, kind of like, I don't know, troll hunters or something like that, right? Yeah. Well, this movie for me was always a really scary movie when I was younger And I mean, I was, you know, when it came out, I was what, like 12? So it wasn't like super scary. I wasn't super scared of it. But it definitely fed into my childhood fears. And I don't know if I've ever told you about this, but I think, I think Cadavercast may be the right forum for it. Have I ever told you about the nightmares I've had about tornadoes since I was a kid? No. Nope. Mm, Did I ever tell you about the experience I had with tornadoes as a kid? No? No. So here's the thing, man, and this is why this movie to me has always seemed like a monster movie maybe in a way that it hasn't to other people and not just because growling tornadoes and not just because it's got spooky tornadoes that act like monsters, but because when I was a kid, I was put in a very dangerous situation with a tornado. What? What? Yeah. When? So this would have been, I don't know, man, I was probably like 8 or 8 to 10. I would say I was 8 to 10, and we lived in Michigan at the time. We lived in Plainwell, Michigan, all right, and so the day in question, there were storms, obviously, because there's a tornado involved, but there were really bad storms, and my dad ran out of cigarettes. He smoked cigarettes, and so he decided we need to go get cigarettes, but on the TV they were saying there was a tornado warning right? And a tornado warning is different from a tornado watch. A tornado watch is when you have a tornado possible. It's possible that there's a tornado, but a tornado warning means there actually is a tornado. Okay, so there was a tornado, and my dad decided that he needed to go get cigarettes. And for whatever reason, and I don't remember exactly why, we all had to go? He made us all go? I don't remember the exact details of this because I was really young. But he made us all go, and we're driving down the road. And you remember in Twister that first tornado that they see where they, they look over into the field, and the tornado is just kind of right there in that field next to them? Yeah. It was like that. We were driving down the road, and suddenly we look out the window, and the tornado is right there. And my mom was like, there's a tornado. And for whatever reason, my dad was like, there's no tornado. And he just kept going. He kept driving. And, and just drove, Yeah, you know, just drove by the tornado. So then we went to the store and he got his cigarettes. And then when we drove back, he drove right back by the tornado again, which was then closer to the road. So I was too young to really remember the details of why all this happened. But we drove by this tornado two times. And the second time, it was way closer to the road. And for whatever reason, my dad was just like, no, nah, no, no tornado. Right. And so. Ever since then, I have had and not so much as an adult, really, at least not in my 30s, but like up into like my early 20s, I had bad dreams about tornadoes like all the time. And so this movie was like always a thing that was like about, you know, that which I was afraid of from childhood because of this tornado experience I had. So when Twister came out, I became obsessed with tornadoes again. And Twister was the big budget Hollywood movie about tornadoes. At the same time, there were a bunch of television networks that put out TV movies about tornadoes, including Night of the Twisters and one called Tornado with an exclamation point. And those, and these all came out at the same time when I was in like sixth grade.
0: And mommy told me like last night that she saw um, a F zero.
1: Oh, an F zero tornado, (laughs) a really tiny one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then she like ran inside. Because she was so scared?
1: Well, yeah, where we were from in Michigan and stuff, there would be, well, although I don't know where she saw that one, but, like, where we were from in Michigan out in the country, you'd see tornadoes come down in fields and stuff, you know? And I remember one time watching tornadoes sort of start to come down from the sky in the field behind my friend's house, and they would kind of, like, start, like, the clouds would sort of start to be pulled down, and then they would sort of go back up.
0: That's funny.
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty freaky, though, especially when you're a teenager who had already been having nightmares about tornadoes for a number of years.
0: Oh, that's scary?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, tornado nightmares getting sucked up into the sky by tornadoes? Yeah, dude, that's freaky. (laughs) It is? Yeah, imagine that. In your dreams, get sucked up into the sky. That's freaky stuff. So that, I guess, is my personal reason why I wanted us to do Twister, but it is also, I think... A very monstery type movie.
0: Yeah, because the first one's like a three or two.
1: Oh, they get bigger and bigger, the tornadoes. It starts with that F5 in the opening, but it's nighttime. And then the tornadoes get bigger and bigger and bigger and more complex and more complicated up through the F5 at the end, which is a daytime F5.
0: Oh, and there was like a tornado that like split into two tornadoes and they called it um, sister tornado, and then there was another tornado on the side. Yeah, and there was also cows flying around. Yeah, the girls yeah. were calling, another cow, another cow.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I also think this fits in well with with the show because, of course, we started this podcast thanks to Sharknado. Yeah, and we wouldn't have Sharknado, I don't think, if Twister hadn't been successful.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: Plus. I mean, here we are, uh, just to give our listeners a peek behind the curtain here at CadaverCast. We're recording this way early just because we happened to watch Twister, and we're like, let's do an episode on that. Bill Paxton's birthday would have been yesterday, so it's uh, cool. which is May 17th. It's cool, except he's no longer alive. Um, he died last year. So Bill Paxton, who plays Bill oh,
0: yeah. in the
1: movie, yeah, he died last year, last February, and oh, he Oh, when 68. we were
0: starting the podcast. That's well, what we mentioned doing.
1: it on the podcast. Yeah, we had talked about it on the podcast. That was something that we'd mentioned whatever episode we'd have been doing February or March of last year. Yeah. So, like, that's sad that Bill Paxton's no longer with us. But uh, I think he's fantastic in Twister. Yeah. I like that he's sort of, he's the one who understands tornadoes. Like, he can sense tornadoes coming.
0: Why well, can't? Oh, yeah, I remember that. He's like the Tornado King, I think they call him.
1: Yeah, he's like a tornado whisperer. He can, like, talk to tornadoes and understand tornado speak. Like, he (laughs) knows when they're going to turn and stuff.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. Because because he says, it's going to turn onto the other road. It's going to turn onto this road. We better turn, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. He knows what they're thinking practically.
0: Yeah, he really knows about tornadoes. Um, so let's start at the very beginning of the movie now.
1: Well, I mean, we talked about the opening, the cold opening. Yeah. So um, from there, we meet Bill and we meet Joe, and they're married.
0: Bill and Joe?
1: Yeah, they're married, but they're getting a divorce.
0: Yeah. I don't want to talk about this thing at the end because we talk about it at the end.
1: Sure, that makes sense. But what's going on in the movie? Why don't you tell our listeners what so what's going on in this movie? They drive, I'm done talking about nightmares and, like, my childhood weirdness with tornadoes. What about Twister?
0: So, they go and... So, what happens is they drive and they stop Bill and...
1: Melissa.
0: Melissa.
1: His new fiance.
0: Yeah. Um. They go and they meet the star. Um they see the storm chasers and it this part is funny. Um one of them says, Hey Bill, you're back. I'm not back.
1: Yeah, he doesn't want to be back. He's just there to get the divorce papers signed. He doesn't want to be part of the storm chaser life anymore, but like he can't resist it because he knows tornadoes. Yeah. And plus they built something. What did they build? Dorothy. And what's Dorothy?
0: If you put it by a tornado and you don't get it knocked down like, of course, they do with two of them. Yeah. They, like, they sense the tornadoes because in that movie, they don't know what tornadoes are are like, so they use Dorothy and they try to get the tornadoes, but they actually have to fight the tornadoes.
1: <laughs> Practically, yeah. Dorothy's like a, a sensor system. Yeah. And it's and supposed build... to suck the sensors up into the tornadoes so that they can learn more about tornadoes to better predict yeah, them.
0: And there's four of them.
1: Yeah, four Dorothy um, systems. Yeah, Two
0: of them fell down, but then at the end they had the... The last two Dorothys, Dorothy 3 and Dorothy 4.
1: Numerically, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Dorothy 4 was the one who got there because they put in the truck, and while the truck was going, they jumped out of the truck, and then the car just ran into there (laughs) with Dorothy 4. So
1: there you go. That's the end of Twister. Thank you for joining us for (laughs) Canavergans. (laughs) chance. But yes, they're using Dorothy to learn about tornadoes. And we don't even know a ton about tornadoes nowadays. Like, I mean, we know them better, but I still don't think that we can predict them with any level of accuracy um, of the sort that they were hoping to achieve in the movie, for sure. We understand them better than in 1996, definitely. But now that uh, the climate's getting so wild on us, I bet they're going to be even harder to predict moving forward.
0: Yeah, because the only thing I know about them is if the cold air and hot air connects.
1: Yeah, then it makes a Pepsi.
0: Yeah, <laughs> on the <laughs> sign, like on the radar. On the radar, it's like a Pepsi sign. Yeah, I think so. I we have Pepsi like,
1: brand tornadoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still like four or five Pepsi signs.
1: Yeah, why don't oh, you talk thanks. about the tornadoes for a bit? Because. That's, I mean, let's face it. That's what the listeners have tuned in for—not to hear me rant about my uh, weird childhood traumas, but for yeah. you to talk about tornadoes.
0: Tornadoes, just like the Twister Zone. So, twisters, tornadoes, um, twister tornadoes. The first one, they say, like, are we gonna chase that tornado? Or catch the next one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's like right there just turning in that field. And that's where Dorothy One goes. Mm-hmm. They...
1: And so does Joe's truck. What happens to the truck?
0: Um, It gets sucked in there and it booms on the ground with Dorothy One. Yeah. Oh, cool boy. And the just go out because they didn't turn her on.
1: Yeah, they didn't have time to turn on Dorothy 1, so it just gets destroyed with the truck. Absolutely. But it wouldn't have flown anyway, we learn later. And fortunately, they're able to save Dorothy 4, and and Dorothy 3 would have worked, perhaps, if it hadn't gotten hit by a tree. But uh, thanks to Pepsi, they they managed to save Dorothy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Because... More Pepsis.
1: Pepsi brand tornadoes, Pepsi brand uh, tornado sensors.
0: Yeah, because when they say... When they see the metal and the things are like turning they Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah Josie's
1: spinning metal like a, a wind like a windmill kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, and
0: then they like and they just and it happens to be Pepsi. They just see a lot of Pepsi. And that's what they have to make them fly. That's cool.
1: Yeah. And I mean that's the whole plot of the movie. Like, we're not going to talk too much about more of the plot of the movie, I suppose, because (laughs) the plot is Bill shows up, doesn't want to be part of the Storm Chasers, gets sucked in again, uh, like tornadoes, finds himself in the suck zone, they call it. Uh, Dusty calls it anyway. Dusty, played by the incredible Philip Seymour Hoffman, also died. um, He died in 2014, I want to say.
0: Told me like when he started, he was really funny, but he came to be a really serious actor.
1: Yeah, he he went on to win Academy Awards and stuff. So
0: what's Academy Award?
1: Um, he won. Uh, it's the it's like the most prestigious award that you can win in filmmaking. He won um at least one Academy Award for his portrayal of Truman Capote. So he's a very serious, very well respected actor, and he died uh, very young. But he got to start in movies like this and a movie called My Boyfriend's Back about a zombie. It's a zombie teenager kid who eats Philip Seymour Hoffman's guts <laughs> for real, dude. And it's like a comedy. It's a zombie comedy.
0: What's and a comedy?
1: A funny movie. Oh, like Buster Keaton and stuff. wants oh, to yeah, make you Buster
0: laugh. Keaton.
1: And of course, note Al is a kid, a very. Particular tastes, because in order to explain comedies to him, I go straight to Buster Keaton. So you're a cultured yeah. dude.
0: Because we have butter, Buster Keaton.
1: Yeah, but- we have we have Butter Keaton.
0: <laughs> we have Buster Keaton, and that makes you laugh.
1: Yeah, and Butter Keaton makes your toast taste good.
0: <laughs> Neighbors is like the funniest one. You laughed about it because, like, there was two, two other people... Neighbors?
1: the and, Buster Keaton's neighbors?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and two other people were holding Buster Keaton, and they walked through the door. <laughs> and, like, one got hit in a line, and the other dropped into a hole. Then they dropped into a hole.
1: So now we're full on a review of Buster <laughs> Keaton's neighbors. Cool. This has happened. Uh, The Buster Keaton Two Realer Neighbors is a monster movie insofar it's it's about the monstrosity of unacceptance or something. I don't know. It's about intolerance. I don't know how we're going to pass this off as a monster movie podcast now that we're just talking about uh, Butter Keaton movies.
0: Butter Keaton. Butter Keaton. Buster Keaton.
1: What? No, Butter Keaton.
0: <laughs> no, Butter Keaton makes your toast taste like Buster Keaton.
1: <laughs> oh, is that so? Yeah.
0: Because Butter Keaton.
1: I got it. I get it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, let's go back to Twister. <laughs>
1: Are you sure? Are you sure you don't yeah. want to talk about Buster Keaton in, in uh one week building a house? <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> no. It's weird. They're like they saw the train track and thought it was going on the thing. And like he nailed. <laughs> that doesn't
1: make any sense. They saw the train track, thought it was going on the thing. You're.
0: Oh, oh you are oh, I got it, I got making
1: it. no they sense. They
0: saw the train train track and they were on it, so they jumped out. And the train track was on the house. Okay, no,
1: I'm. We're getting back. We're getting this back on on track for real, for sure. Okay, so So, right In one week There is a train that goes through a house Buster Keaton's one week A train goes through a house In Twister, a truck goes through a house Yeah So, okay, this all makes sense This all makes perfect sense I think we're going
0: in (laughs) That's what he says I think we're going in
1: (laughs) It's such a goofy delivery From Bill Paxton And then
0: Joe's like And puts her arms back on the truck
1: Yeah it's a great uh, set piece Them driving a truck through a house (laughs) That a tornado blows in front of them That's awesome These tornadoes throw everything at them throughout the movie You already mentioned cows Throws a house at them that they have to drive through And like a fuel tanker that blows up. What else do you remember?
0: It throws like metal at them. Yeah. When it's like the the one where the hail comes down. Oh that sure. One. It's just blowing metal at them.
1: Like fence posts, like parts of a fence, starts oh, yeah. shooting parts of a fence at them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like at the end of the yeah. movie. Tractors
1: that, throws tractors. Yeah,
0: throws tractors at them. Um, what else oh it does it throws a building at them, <laughs> because,
1: yeah, the yeah, whole house,
0: no, not the house, but the shelter
1: oh when they when they, when the they go the um oh oh, oh yeah, when they're when they're strapped to the pipe and it like rips up the barns and no, everything
0: no, the They'll, like, shelter all of the people where they were watching the movie. Oh, that's not the-
1: at the end. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking Yeah, when yeah. they're at the drive-in theater. Yeah. yeah like- that's great because at the drive-in theater, they're showing the movie The Shining, which I believe I'm wearing... Yeah, I'm wearing my T-shirt of right now. So, <laughs> they're showing The Shining at this drive-in. And this is one of the best scenes. I think this is one of the most iconic moments. It's nighttime. And what happens? I'll have you explain it. What happens?
0: So... Um, Joe see it's like a flash of lightning and you can see the tornado. It's really funny because when the guy axes the door um Jack comes,
1: Nicholson in The Shining, yeah.
0: Yeah. This keeps axing down the door and it's just like he's axing down the drive in TV.
1: Oh, the the drive in theater screen.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. the tornado is sucking it up.
1: Yeah, and the tornado sucks up the screen and then the projected image. Of Jack Torrance leaning into the door to do the, uh, here's Johnny bit, for those of you who know The Shining Owl, you have no frame of reference. But, like, it's projected onto the tornado as the tornado sweeps into the drive-in theater lot.
0: I didn't, I never
1: Yeah, yeah, it sucks up the screen. And then the projected image of the movie is projected on the tornado for just, like, a split second. And everybody runs away.
0: (laughs) And it starts throwing
1: cars into that uh, auto... Like repair shop that they go into throws a sign at them.
0: Oh yeah, the sign and the when the sign hits it, sparks come out. Yeah. Oh, and the little sharp thingies, three of them. Oh,
1: and it cuts the one guy's forehead. Yeah, and he's like bleeding out of his face. Yeah, dude.
0: Yo, that's just like ant something.
1: Ant something.
0: I don't, I don't know her name, but it's... Oh, Aunt Meg? Yeah, Aunt Meg, because um, the tornado, the F5 was coming after Aunt Meg. Yeah, and there's like a thing squashed on her. He's, yeah, she's, she's trapped alive. in her
1: house. It knocks her house over. And yeah. then she almost gets crushed by a TV. If you've ever had to carry an old tube TV, you know how heavy those are. And if one of those falls on you from like two stories up, you're squashed.
0: That's how heavy they are
1: Dude they're so heavy Yeah one of the interesting things about tornadoes You know in the end of the movie where it's throwing those Parts of the fence at them and it's like sticking Into the wall of the barn Tornadoes like can really do that Tornadoes can throw things through other things The winds are going so fast There are records of like Tornadoes hurling uh, uh, Like corn cobs So fast that they get stuck into trees
0: What? Yeah Whoa! Tornadoes
1: are crazy, man. They can, like... Like, they could pick you up and you could die. They could also pick you up and put you down totally safe. Uh, There's a jar of pickles that was found that, like, a tornado put down somewhere. Totally intact. Didn't smash the jar of pickles. Picked it up from a store, put it down somewhere else. Totally okay. Jar of pickles. Yeah. Tornadoes are crazy, man. It's not like they have any intentionality. Except in Twister, they seem to have an intentionality. They seem to have thought processes. But that only Bill can understand, of oh, course.
0: and we were like in a thing, you thought it was a tornado because there was hail coming down.
1: Oh, yeah. And the tree
0: almost, um, we turned a corner and a tree almost fell on our car.
1: Yeah, in real life. Yeah, we were up in one of the suburbs and it started storming. We were leaving from, we were getting breakfast and Chicago got hit, or at least the northern suburbs got hit by a microburst. And yeah, uh, yeah, it was really bad. And I think two people may have died that weekend.
0: Died that weekend?
1: Yeah. And I'm not sure if it was from that microburst or not, but two people died that weekend from uh, the crazy weather that we were having and we, we were driving away. And it started hailing, and I went, oh, no, this is like a tornado situation. And then it blew down like a gigantic part of a tree right in front of us. And I turned around, drove up through a lawn, and drove away. Like <laughs> I mean, we we got out of there as fast as we could. Yeah, it
0: was so foggy. I couldn't even see anything. It wasn't
1: fog. It was just rain. It was The rain was that thick that day.
0: Oh, and I was, like, so scared because I was, like,
1: or yeah, you were younger, man. Definitely. Was it was way real freaky.
0: Younger.
1: Yeah, it was scary, though. Oh,
0: and really I mean, scary. you
1: know, we're doing this episode. This is going to be our June episode. And June, like, is kind of prime uh, time period for tornadoes and stuff. So we're putting this out during tornado season. Uh, Critters and creeps, stay safe. You know, we watch Twister to have fun, but it can be scary. We've been in those weather situations that have been scary as a kid. <laughs> I was scared by tornadoes, you know, having been so close to one. But they're serious business. Stay safe, critters and creeps.
0: Yeah. June is tornado season.
1: Well, I mean, right now, when we're recording it, it's May, which is also kind of prime time for tornadoes, too. So
0: yeah, And I hope we don't get a tornado when I end school, because I end school at June mm. 1st.
1: We're lucky to live in the city where we can get tornadoes, but they tend to not stick. (laughs) Like, they tend to not go running around in uh, a city because of the building. Because the ground is
0: not, like, flat.
1: Yeah, there's no fields and stuff. There's a lot of buildings. It makes it hard for that pressure to build up. Yeah. yeah,
0: because there's not a lot of fields. Our garden is like so small. Yeah,
1: no, we're not going to have a tornado set down in our yard. Definitely not.
0: Our yard is just so tiny.
1: It is. Well, anything else to add about the movie itself? Um, no. Yeah, no other high points. We may come to them in our other segments. But why don't we pause here, go to a dinner party, and then record these other segments tomorrow. Yeah. For you, Critters and Creeps, it's going to be as fast as this. And we're back. 15 hours later for us and a second for you.
0: Yep. It's time for Beastly Best.
1: All right, man. What is your coolest monster moment in Twister? What's your choice?
0: Um, At the end when the Twister was like breaking the drive-in movie when he was like axing the door and it looked like when he was axing the door, he was actually... Action- Actually acting the TV.
1: Or the screen. Yeah, or
0: the yeah. screen.
1: That's pretty cool. As a matter of fact, I would say No, I don't know that I would call that my coolest. Huh. What oh, would be I my like coolest? I had 15 hours to think about this and I don't think I thought about it once. Um <laughs> the coolest I don't know, it's gotta be maybe the twin tornadoes, like the sisters.
0: Yeah, with I think that's the pretty other cool. one on the other side. And then they like, like connected into one and then spin around.
1: Or the when truck. they drive through the house. That's really cool. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Because they were fighting. It's not a beast moment, but they're fighting the beast.
1: When they're trying to get the sensors into the tornado. Yeah. It's kind of like fighting a tornado. Yeah. I mean, because like, the more they know we're about the going tornado.
0: In. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's more like the tornado's fighting them. Yeah. Well, that's something that was interesting when we were watching it the other day is you were wondering how they were going to defeat the tornado. But, of course, they can't, which makes it an interesting kind of monster movie because they really cannot defeat the tornadoes. They can't do anything about it. All they can do is study them and figure out more about them so they know how to warn people when a tornado is coming. So it's an interesting predicament to be in.
0: Yeah. But you can't stop a tornado.
1: Yeah, these are monsters that are unstoppable. Scarier yeah. in that way.
0: Yeah. The only monster that you cannot stop, that it can stop itself, is a tornado. That's you true. can't stop it a has tornado. To, it has to
1: stop itself. Yeah. Has to make that decision to be done.
0: But they did that in Sharknado for some reason. I don't Well, know yeah, they, they
1: threw did. bombs into the tornadoes yeah, and and that's Sharknado. not
0: how. That. and you can't even fight a tornado.
1: Yeah, I don't know about the scientific accuracy of throwing bombs into a tornado, but something tells me, and I think we talked about this on the show whenever we talked about Sharknado, um, unquote, unquote, guilty, was that it seems really dangerous and not smart to throw a bomb into a tornado because it would <laughs> likely just throw the bomb right back at you.
0: Yeah, but it could just blow up inside the tornado and the tornado could be on fire.
1: <laughs> That's true. Or the a, sharks a could be fire. A
0: or, a, or like, the sharks could be on fire. That was not a good idea.
1: Bad idea, indeed. But... But now we're talking about Sharknado. Let's keep talking about Twister and then eat some breakfast.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's time to get spooked.
1: Yeah, what's your spookiest moment here, man? What's your choice for spookiest My spookiest, spookiest
0: moment? moment is the opening part.
1: Oh, the cold open with the F5 yeah. at night? That is really spooky. Oh, yeah.
0: and... And the one where, like, the the big tornado was, like, destroying the house and throwing cars at them. But the spookiest moment for me is when, the like, the sharp things flying and it cut the guy's forehead. That was really scary for me.
1: Mine would be, I think, at the theater. I think when it comes through the drive-in theater screen, like, that's really scary. You can imagine if you're sitting in your car watching a movie... And all of a sudden, the screen gets ripped apart by a tornado. And the movie's being projected on a tornado. That's freaky, man.
0: Oh, and when the lightning strikes and you can see a tornado, that's so scary. I have like three scary moments in there.
1: I know. It's a a spooky movie for a movie that is not a traditional monster movie.
0: Yeah. You're right. So... It's time for funny moments.
1: <laughs> we, need a, we need a name for that when we do it. Funny moments. Something about skeletons and funny bones. I don't know. There's funny something bones. in there.
0: Funny bones. Yeah. It's time for funny bones.
1: <laughs> there we go. Funny bones. Uh, so, what's your funny bone moment? You wanted to do this. So, what so, do you got? What's, what's the funniest thing in this movie? The thing that made you want to talk about funny stuff?
0: Um, that would be when she was like, another cow, and she was like, another cow, and they were like, we're going in.
1: Those are two totally separate moments in the movie.
0: But they're my funny moments.
1: Oh, you're talking about those two separate things. Okay, I thought you were saying that was the moment, is when they said, there's a cow, and then we're going in, and drove the truck into a cow. (laughs) Very different movie, that. Um, I do think the cow is funny. The cow is really funny. That's kind of one of those things that sticks out about it from yeah. watching it when I was... I mean, I guess I was 12, so I wasn't a kid. I mean, I was a kid, but...
0: You weren't a you know. kid when you were 12?
1: I mean, like, I was almost a teenager. I might have been 13 when it came out on VHS. Oh,
0: cool.
1: Just when I saw it first. She I didn't see that in the theater.
0: You never saw it in the theater? No. When was it made?
1: 1996.
0: Oh, that's a long time ago.
1: By Jandy Bont, as Alistair said, Yon de
0: Bont, Yon de Bont. Oh, and when the tornado was ripping the screen apart—that's my Beastie Best and my Funny Bones.
1: And it was my get spooked moment. So the <laughs> best thing in the movie, I guess, is then the tornado ripping the screen apart yeah, at the drive-in theater
0: because we because we said that on Beastie Best Spooky Moments. And Funny Bones.
1: So it must be the best moment in the movie. Yeah. We'll just just put the crown on that one. It's the best. Yep. You win.
0: Yay, our winner.
1: So is that it for Twister? You got anything else to say? No. Cool. Well, uh, we are, of course, a patron-supported podcast. You can become a patron over at patreon.com slash word salad. The money we bring in there goes towards Al's college fund.
0: And you can get other episodes and not just these because there's patreon exclusive episodes
1: yeah of Cadavercast, cast we're going to be doing a few more over the summer definitely al and i have time over the summer to do that so we're going to put up some stuff that otherwise isn't our regular podcast stuff we're going to put up more i don't know experimental weird kind of uh, maybe storytelling kind of things there yeah so- and
0: we're trying to figure out what we should do for a oh, don't one? don't
1: reveal it. Don't reveal the title.
0: I'm not. I'm Keep just Keep it saying, hidden. Um, we're working on a new one. A new format.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. for In, patrons. So, yes, patreon.com slash word salad. Support the podcast that way. Support Al's college fund that way. You can also support the podcast by rating and reviewing us on iTunes or whatever your podcast listening app of choice is. That um, always helps.
0: And if you send, like, messages onto Facebook or something, um, people can notice us.
1: You can, as Al's hinting here. Follow us on social media and help us get the word out that way. We're on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. And we are on Facebook. We now have a Facebook group.
0: The Critters and Creeps Club.
1: The Cadaver Cast. Critters and Creeps Club. Yep. Yeah.
0: And if you find any wacky monster moments... On the internet, just share them with, with the other critters and creeps.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You're getting really good at this promo stuff, man. Yes,
0: yeah, am. Because I'm six and a half.
1: Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> That, <laughs> that, that <works>. makes sense.
0: <laughs>
1: You've come a long way since we started this. Yeah. Almost two years ago. Was it? Yeah.
0: I think it was like four when we started it.
1: Yeah, it was about exactly two years ago at this point when we started. Yeah. Oh, We'll have to look that up. We'll have to yeah. do a, a special thing for that. Hmm.
0: I think anyway, I, was yes. I was like four.
1: You were four, yeah. So, Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. Facebook at the CadaverCast Critters and Creeps Club. And if you want to send us an email, shoot us an email at cadavercast at gmail.com. That's one word, CadaverCast. Anything to add, Al?
0: No. <laughs> All
1: right, so why don't you sign us out?
0: You've been listening to CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham.
1: And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thanks, everybody.
0: We love ya. Butter Keaton makes your toast taste like Buster Keaton.